your number one. Number one. And now, playing you the greatest hits of all time. Check us out on Facebook. When the sun goes down and the moon lights the sky, I am there, lurking in the shadows. <laughs> These skeletons you kept in your closet are starting to haunt you, starting to haunt you. Broken bones from broken homes, don't be no one. These skeletons you kept in your closet are starting to haunt you, starting to haunt you. Broken hearts and broken sparks don't be no one. You walk away from anyone who cares about you in the past, no one did. You think of them and wonder if they think of you, but they're thinking about them. Being open to being broken, optimistic in what you said. Check us out on Facebook. Playing you the greatest hits of all time. Together, I've been there, I've been 
The greatest hits of all time. Check us out on Facebook. Your number one. Check us out on Facebook. And now. Greatest hits of all time. Check us out on Facebook. 10, 9, 8, 
7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Guild Like It's In A Podcast and take a bow and please welcome punk pop rock star and all-round cool chick, Bronnie. Good evening. Hi, how's it going? Fantastic, and welcome to the Guild Gazette podcast, and how are you today? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you, yeah, how's life? Yeah, not too bad, it's uh, the usual miserable pouring rain in sunny Kaleo. Yeah, classic, <laughs> though. classic English weather, as well, yeah. UK weather. <laughs> yeah, we can't really argue with it. We are complaining it's too hot or we complain it's too cold, there's never a middle ground. Oh, I know exactly. It's always, you know, summer. It's always bipolar weather, and no one can, no one can <laughs> get the whole summer straight. But you know, yeah, you'll always, times. you'll always see a granny walking down the street saying it's too hot, it's too hot, and it's too cold to rain. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bronny, look, thank you for taking your time out. I know you've got a really busy schedule, and it's nice of you to pop in for a chat. I want to start off with you released the cover. Shout out to my ex, which I have just played. Uh, why that song and how much fun did you have making it because you must have had a lot of fun it's a great track oh thank you yeah so um a few years back um we got 2017 uh, pardon 2017 was it yeah 2017 oh god that's, that's like <laughs> time now. flies <laughs> i know it does um so we um got a message from little mixes that you know their agents saying um if if i would be interested in supporting little mix so obviously wow. I jumped at the occasion absolutely um, and so so we thought okay well you know we're, we're supporting little mix so let's do a pop punk cover of one of their songs and um shout out to my ex was very popular at the time so we started recording that and uh we we toured with it actually so we were on you know a couple of shows so that was kind of our cover song choice and it went down so well everyone loved it so we thought, okay, well, let's just release it, you know, on on Spotify is like a little thing for the fans, and they loved it. It's got on loads of loads of you know cover playlists, pop punk playlists, like pop goes punk playlists, and um, I think it's it's over a hundred thousand streams or two hundred thousand. So two, over two hundred thousand yeah, really streams, it's amazing. Yeah. So, what are you up to right now, and what can we expect from you in the coming months? Well, I've just released. Well, this is going out on on Halloween, isn't it? You, you know, is is this uh, is this podcast coming out on Halloween? It is indeed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say my song is now out because it's actually it goes out on the twenty second. But um, so I've just released a new song called Skeletons. Yeah, I'm um, looking that forward was to that. Song I wrote last year, and it also features my grandma at the very end. Oh, um, yeah, it's very sweet. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I had such a fun time recording that. Um. I actually played it live on an Instagram live. Um. Didn't play it on tour, but everyone said, you know, wow, that's probably one of my favorite Bronny songs. So I thought, I don't have, you know. I don't, I don't have an album out yet, so I don't want to release, you know, an album just yet. Uh, I've got loads of EPs out, so I thought, okay, let's just do a one-off single for the fans and yeah. have it as a big Spotify release. So, um, yeah, yeah, really, really loving that song, and it's, but you know, lock, lockdown, it's given me a lot of time to just sit and songwrite. Um, so I've had a lot of fun, and Pete, my producer, he does all the demos as well. So I just send him songs every week. He sends me ideas 
and yeah, we, we're just having a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, touring is a no-no. <laughs> yeah, moment. just now because of um, the COVID. But, you know, doing live streams and just, you know, I, I have big mailing lists now and I obviously have my phone that I can text my fans on as well. Um, it's just made me be a lot more open with them and, you know, you really do realise that the fans are amazing. I've always said it, but especially when you can't see them and you can't, you know, tour you know, yeah. America, Europe or the UK. It's so nice that, you know, they're always there streaming the music. So, yeah. It's so difficult. And that's one of the inspirational things about yourself is your connection with your fans. If you had one message for them just now during this COVID crisis, what would it be? Oh, um, check in on all your friends and family. Um, you know, a little message can go a long way. And everything's going to be okay one day. <laughs> one day we'll all <laughs> There is sunshine at the end of this darkness, they tell yes. us. <laughs> so, i got to ask you, did you used to dance around the old bedroom with the hairbrush and chant away? Did you always want to be a musician? And who inspired you to be a musician? Ooh, well, I, I still do. <laughs> Running around <laughs> with a hairbrush. <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? Um, well, who inspired me? Well, so I started doing musical theatre when I was seven. So that's where I started singing. And I've always musicals like We Will Rock You, Rock of Ages, Wicked, with some you know, oh, yeah. really um, high range songs and, you know, just being able to rock out. And then I started getting into bands like Blink-182, uh, Avril Lavigne, Alanis Morissette. Uh, started listening to their lyrics. Evanescence? Do you like and... a bit of Evanescence? Oh, oh god yeah, yeah. do you remember skunk Annecy? oh no? you have to listen to them they're fantastic oh you'll Ooh, definitely I... like skunk they're brilliant oh hell yeah because i've just seen that um bring me the horizon i've got they've got they've got an album coming out and amy lee uh features on one song so i'm very oh, very wow i've just been talking to a band called four thousand miles and they love them they mm-hmm. love that band Oh, oh, excellent. Yeah, they're really nice guys. We, we were on tour in the UK where we were. I think we were in just before Birmingham, uh, a service station. And we bumped into Ollie and all that. Oh, wow. Band, like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, we were all grabbing a cheeky coster and they were off to America. And we were <laughs> Birmingham, so. Yeah, that yeah, was thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in Birmingham, you're off to America. You're like, that's a... Oh, living up in the States. So, buddy, what do you do to relax when you're not busy swinging and singing, writing and recording, of course, and of course, presenting now? Yeah, I'm oh, loving that. that. excellent. Got to, you know, add that to the yeah. Um So what do I do to relax? Oh, I don't really relax. Um, <laughs> I'm just all over the place. I mean, I have so many pro- projects like, uh, you know, social media, talking to fans, songwriting, uh, presenting and constantly listening to like in fact i'm constantly listening to new music because of the radio show so i guess that's it is work i guess but you know i kind of have that as my relaxation time and um i've just got loads of little businesses as well like i've got a jewelry business a candle business wow um selling some clothes and all so it's literally just how arty can i get and yeah, you don't have any time to relax. <laughs> uh, Why am I asking it, you so, what yeah. you do when you relax? You don't do anything. You're too busy to, to take time to relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the touring-wise, obviously, because of COVID just now, but when this is over, all this, and we get to the, the sunshine, I'm guessing you're planning to do a tour. And do you think you'll ever visit Carlisle? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. 
that would be fun. Hell yeah. Um, so, oh, I just I can't wait to tour again. Um, like I was saying, social media is easier to chat to fans now. But I guess, I, I mean, I guess when we all can tour, I think loads of bands are going to be jumping at the uh, trying to book. I, I mean, doing headline shows is great, but I'd rather just go and do a load of free hangouts in the UK. Every, um, get to see the fans because I don't, I don't know. I think it's just more. It's less. I think it's less stressful trying to deal with, with trying to deal with venues half the time. You know, the sound guy turns up. You know, so we're going to be focusing on doing probably acoustic hangouts and the odd show. We have a show booked in Manchester for March. I mean, is I'm not even sure if that's going to go wow, through. Wow, I know you don't even know, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of venues will be double booking. <laughs> it's kind of going to be with support bands, you know, not deal with, you know, the, the stress of booking a venue and just do a load of free acoustic hangouts. You know, at the end of the day, they're the ones that are, you know, showing my music to their friends, retweeting, sharing my music, getting my name out there. You know, they, they do a lot of the hard work as well for me. You know, we all kind of work together. So, you know, instead of, you know, getting a venue, just do a load of, do a load of hangouts and, you know, you, you just get to hang out with them for as long as possible. So it's always fun. And they always bring be- food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's got to be something brought to the table. You have to bring something. Oh, yeah. I've just got oh, a question exactly. in from Haley in Liverpool. And she awesome. says, have you ever walked down the street and heard a busker singing your song and thought, oh my God, no. Yes. In fact, I was in, I was in Liverpool and, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, I got his business card. This is probably like two or three years ago. He was singing Social Rejects. And um, I was like, what? This is insane. So we got like a little selfie together. I got up and sang with him. So that, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I'd love to do that. I, I, I'm, I play guitar now, but singing is definitely not my strong point. I spend more time building guitars. So obviously you've done a few covers. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously all the things you said. Uh, shout out to my ex. Oh, Kids in America, which I really liked. That just a name oh, back for you. you. But what's your favourite? What's your favourite cover you've done? My favourite cover, it, it literally depends. Um, I'd probably say right now, um, all the things she said. I think it's such a killer song. Brilliant. And I love it. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, we changed parts of it. We made it, um, it doesn't go on for as long. We, we took certain bridges out. Um, and we just had such a fun song. You know, a lot of the fans love it. So, yeah, I would have to say all the things she said. I like it. It's, it's rocking, honestly. It bangs, and I've just played it, and it's just fantastic. Oh, so, what was the first single you ever bought on your and your first album? Oh, my first—I remember my first album. It was I was in year six, and I was in Morrison's with a load of friends because you know that's where you hung out as a that's kid. That's that. That's um, the hangout joint. <laughs> yeah, and you know the aisle where they have all well probably like one dvd left now because everyone's on netflix but they had like a big aisle <laughs> of dvds and cds rihanna never really listened to her music i was like oh that cover art looks good i'm gonna buy it so that was my first um i can't remember the first single because it was kind of i don't know when when i grew up it was kind of albums and then the singles you just blast on the radio 
Yeah, yeah. Do you ever try to record really them and then try? Books. Yeah, you could really buy singles just as a CD. Yeah. Um, it was more albums. Did you ever try and but, try yeah. and record the old top forty and try to cut out all their talking in between it? Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and I'd I'd Bluetooth them to everyone. I'd be like, "Hey guys, I've got a you know a new Tayo Cruz song or like you know an Atomic Kitten banger. Here we go." And oh hey like, hey. Oh, so who would you most love to collaborate with? Oh my gosh, um, it's hard because I. People like Alanis Morissette, I'd love co- to collaborate with her. Wow, yeah. But she's so good. I, I sound shit. No, <laughs> but, no, no. I think you're giving oh, a run for your I, money. I, I, Honestly, I think, I think you're giving an absolute run for her money. Oh, <laughs> I would say I'm going to go for a band. You know, get the whole track. Um, pro- do you know what? Probably Blink-182 because I think their music is so fun. Yeah. And... um. Always got bangers. Yeah, you can have fun. And having Travis Barker drum for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> you can have some real fun with that on stage as well. Oh, hell yeah. What was your favourite venue that you ever performed in? Ooh, I'd probably say Mel Quag in Amsterdam. Um, we've done two headline shows there. And they treat you like a king. It's insane. We literally had the best lighting guys, sound engineers. You know, everyone was helping us. And, um, yeah, and lo- loads of awesome people. Like, I think Harry Styles played there a week ago. Wow. We were there. So, loads of big names. Did you get free food? Um, yeah, I'd probably say Melquip. Did, did you give you free food? Oh, yeah. Free That's food. all right, then. Venues in Europe. It's so weird. Venues in Europe, they literally have, like, all the food and drink backstage. UK are just stingy. Yeah, tight. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If you There's could open a show, and, uh, if you could open a show for any artist, I mean, any if you could open a show for any artist, who and why? Who would you love to open a show for and why? Ooh, well, I've got to think of fan base and artists. So, someone whose fans will like my music. Um, ooh, do you know what? I'd say. I'd say all time low. I think wow. they've been going for years yeah. now. So they've got, I mean, they've got 30 year old fans, 14 year old fans, 40 year old fans, literally. Um, and, and, you know, their, their music is just so insanely good. No matter what album it is, yeah. their latest album, you, you get a lot of bands that kind of, you know, don't stay too true to themselves and totally go a different sound to kind of, stay with you know the current they have kept up with and you know they they have evolved and you know but the the songs are so catchy and it still is all time low so i I definitely have to say it's fantastic writing there's so many music stuff is brilliant i love it but i was asked to describe you by somebody and i said you were i suppose three or four minutes of absolute energy and fun so how would you describe yourself oh god on stage yeah on stage, it's probably a big pile of ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> like a tornado. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly probably say that. <laughs> Loud. <laughs> and certainly energetic. Yeah. <laughs> so in the music industry, you've always got a joke or a prankster. There's always a little somebody who's mischievous and wants to be a little bit naughty. 
Is this the kind of thing you would do? Have you been a little bit naughty and mischievous before and been a bit of a prankster? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I don't even know what I'd do, but I, I guess, like, backstage, I'd steal everyone's suitcases <laughs> so everyone would leave the venue, like, oh, my God! Um, <laughs> you know, like, I'd just hide... I'd hide Chris's drumsticks and stuff, and he'd be like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, honestly, I'd, I'd say... I. <laughs> One of my mates, Mason, from the summer high, he's probably the ultimate prankster. He's from America, and um, he, he just literally has no no boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hand that prize over to him. Yeah, there's no there's no boundaries. That's when you worry. Okay, I've got a no. question from Lisa <laughs> from Inverness. Oh, we Scottish lassie, and she wants to oh, know what's it like actually working with drummers. She says, "I'm in a band, and my drummer is a pain when he never comes in on time, and he always complains." <laughs> oh well, I think with with Chris, he's either really early or really late because he's he lives like an hour and a half away from mine. So uh, you know, depends on the motorway. But um, yeah, drummers they're just they're, they're just a bit loud, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, everything's loud. It's got to be loud for them, isn't it? Yeah. They've got to be heard because they feel that they're ignored because they're right at the back of the band. So they they've got to be noticed. So they make sure to make as much noise as possible. Oh, 100%. They love to show off as well, don't they? You know, Absolutely. Soundtrack, all the drum fills. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, you just presented your own radio show, which I listened to and thought was fantastic. How was it? And were you a wee bit nervous? Oh, I was so nervous. Um, it's so weird because when I get nervous, I get this really awkward stutter, but I don't think it showed, which is good. Um, but no, honestly, the fans are super nice. Got a load of new fans from it. Um I've also, in fact, I've got loads of people saying, oh, can you make a Spotify playlist with all the songs that um, you played? So I've done that, and they're all loving that. Um, lots of new requests as well. So, yeah, having such a fun time. And Because um, I, I guess most radio hosts, they kind of just they just get a sheet of paper saying, right, you're playing this band, yeah. this artist, blah, 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 whereas I get to pick all my own songs, and I just have a ball. Yeah, you can be a little bit creative and have a little bit of fun. I thought it was interesting. I really enjoyed your show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Right, here's one for you from Andrea. Andrea says, if you were stuck in an elevator with one person, who would you like to be stuck with and why? Dave Grohl from Foos, because I feel like he's such a king and he's very wise. So I feel like if I started freaking out, he'd kind of just, he'd either be really nice or he'd just kind of tell me to shut the fuck up and yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... And yeah, and um, obviously I'd be like, hey, Dave, can we write a song? And then I'd be mega famous. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that would Probably rock, Dave. wouldn't it? <laughs> and the same question, but who would you most least want to be stuck in the elevator with? Oh, um, an out-of-time drummer, because I guarantee <laughs> they'd start tapping. It would, just, it would just trigger me. It'd drive you mad, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. And you know there's no point saying anything to them because they know better. They're, they're just like, no, not you. It's everyone else but them. Exactly. And then they tried harder. So, yeah. Right. Do you like football? If so, who do you support? I support Liverpool. Here we oh, go. Yeah. Great, great last season. So, <laughs> obviously, I think if, if I was a blue, I'd just get kicked out of my house. So. <laughs> well... You've had a fantastic year so far in the club. How are, how are you enjoying Klopp? Oh, 
Oh, what a legend. He's just so happy all the time, isn't he? I think everyone just wants him to be like, you know, the dad. So um, <laughs> He is yeah. a dad, he is, isn't he? He's the dad that everybody wants, isn't he? He is, isn't he? Oh, I don't know no, if it's that, that German way they are, but he's just so relaxed. He's not bothered. He just gets on with it and he's, he's always happy. I love the way he treats the players and he, he, he kind of makes it a big family vibe, doesn't he? So, yeah. Ronnie, do you play musical instrument? If you do, what's your best and what have you got around you just now? What's your favourite instrument? Ooh, uh, well, I play a bit of acoustic guitar. Um, in fact, I've got, I've got a Vince Ray special edition guitar and it's got Ooh. alien decor all over it, which is pretty sweet. Um, I had te- Chris drums for an hour years ago. Um, so I guess I could say I've played drums for an hour. Um <laughs> Probably, and I've been getting into the bass as well. So, you know, lockdown, I kind of, I was like, I'm going to learn piano. I'm going to do all this. But then all these projects happen. So, you know, I've got to stick to a word and I might just start learning keyboard again. I started learning in year six. and uh, Wow. Haven't Did not that. know that. <laughs> I have a question from Paleface. It doesn't say where they're from. And they said, you have the choice of an evening with a handsome hunk, winding down. <laughs> or a music, a musical festival where you get covered in mud but have a really good show. Which one do you choose? Oh, music- I think we both know that. A musical isn't it? festival every day. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a question I could have answered that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I might go for wine and dine when I can get covered in mud and rock all night. Exactly. That'd be much better. <laughs> right. So here we go. Here's another question. Just come in. Ronnie, I love all your music, but what is your favourite ever, 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 four times, single of all time? Ooh, um... Oh, wow, that's hard, isn't it? No. Ooh, well, favourite single. Oh, that's so harsh, isn't it? I'd say... Oh, it changes every day. Probably Social Rejects is one of my favourites because that was... my first EP name, you know, one of the first proper, proper songs I released. Uh, I'd play it on tour all the time when I first started uh, touring. And I hadn't even released that song, but it was the type of song that everyone would be singing outside the venue. Um, yeah. And you know, that, that was a song that any everyone would send it to their friends and say, oh, check out Bronnie. She's got a song called Social Reject. So that kind of, that song means a lot to me. Um, I'm probably not too late to be okay. No, it's still good, yeah. Have you ever name dropped to get into a venue? Uh, no, I never. <laughs> um, to get into a venue, I mean, oh, I've snuck in around the back because obviously all, all, all the artists <laughs> know that if if you look like an artist and if you have a lanyard, doesn't matter who it is. You know, the uh, security guys don't read it. Um, you just go, you're right, mate. Security guy just lets you in. You know, pretend you're one of the bands, and then you, hmm. you know, get to sit back to the <laughs> You have the choice of wine, beer, or anything at all except wine and beer. Ooh, I would have to go for Costco's margarita. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. This I do not know. Oh, oh yeah. quid for, I think it's a litre. We always have it at Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. <laughs> <laughs> My next question is obviously going to be concerning Christmas, I want at least that's handy. Yeah. 
do you love good family time Christmas and do you have a good sing song at Christmas? Oh, we do. It's so cute because, um, you know, my dad's a musician, a load of my brothers are, and uh, oh, we're always blasting. I mean, we, we've been blasting um, Christmas music now. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're big Christmas fans indeed. We love it. Have you ever got a Christmas present, said thank you, told them you loved it, but secretly wished you'd binned it? <laughs> oh, um, oh, it's it's always from your grandparents, isn't it? When it's like, hey, there's a, there's a Christmas song. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks, Nan. Um, <laughs> thanks, Nana. Yeah. Cheers for oh, that. It's, it's I'll never like, wear it, but... It's always like an old woman's rose-smelling body lotion that just smells like shit, and you're like, oh, thank Tweed. you so much, yeah. <laughs> Like a mix of tweed and mothballs. Yeah. <laughs> a bowl of potpourri you're like, oh. <laughs> Some people have called you a bit of a fashion icon. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I'll take that any day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just wear the fashion I like to because when I was in sixth form and growing up, I was so insecure. And even, even when it came down to wearing band t-shirts, I was like, oh no this you know no one uh, no one my age knows of my chem i don't want to wear one of their t-shirts because it might get made fun of listen now i'm just like oh i'm just gonna wear what i want um, <laughs> i'm doing this you know, I, and i can't believe I'd, look, I'd literally look back at photos of me with like a pink dress on and i'd be like god 11 year old me was literally just wearing it to try and you know impress have like you know friends at school listen now it's just you know not, don't not care happening <laughs> I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because I'm just slounging. Yeah, for 11-year-old me. Yeah. 11-year-old <laughs> 11, me, if you can see me now. Yeah. <laughs> young girls are there under huge amounts of pressure. If you're talking to young girls now, what sort of advice would you give them to just be themselves? Ooh, okay. I'd say, well, at high school, the popular girls popular for the wrong reasons you know what i mean so it's kind of just like yeah as soon as even you go to uni or even you know out of uni or however old you are i think just focus on yourself and if someone you know doesn't like your hairstyle or the way you dress or you as your you know personality just who, who gives a fuck just do what you want and if you've got mates who are supportive of yep Definitely, and talk a lot as well. Open up. Don't be afraid. Yeah. So looking to the future, how do you see the future after COVID for yourself? I feel like it's going to take a while to get back to normal. I feel like... Oh, I just don't know. It's just going to be a hard one. I think to obviously, you know... Who are... For all the bands who... You know, if, if their main job is, you know, a, a proper job, don't want to say a proper job, but, you know, if they work, you know, just say in a building or something, I think th the main thing is for bands that don't get to tour a lot of the time, it's so easy for them to just pack it in. Um, yeah, and give up. I think just say, don't, don't give up. <laughs> it's, it's all, you know what, it's Excellent. always bands that are about to give up. They always get the best opportunities. So I was speaking to Hey Violet. This is God. This is in like LA, like a few years back, and um, they they were under a different band name years before, and they I think they they were they were gigging regularly for about four years, and they just thought, oh, what's the point? We're getting nowhere. We'll get one big show, and then I think for a year, and um, 
literally their manager was like, no, keep going. Because I think their mum was their manager because two of them are sisters. She's like, no, just keep going, keep going. And the week after they nearly split up, they get a call from Five Seconds of Summer saying, oh my God, we love you guys. Do you want to be our support act? So it's literally you know, wow. insane. So I think... You know, for me and my band as well, you know, you you do think, oh, my God, what is COVID? You know, is anyone going to want to feel safe at a gig? Is You know, um, yeah. But so, yeah, just just keep on going. I'm just going to keep on releasing music regardless. So Good. we can talk Good. or not. Excellent. Because the more music release, it brings in new chapters into and new people and, you know, new listeners as well, and especially your radio show as well. That, that, again, brings you new fan base as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And, um, you know, it, it's good. It, it lets them know, you know, the type of music I'm listening to. And I, I have had messages from fans saying, oh, wow, I've never heard of that song, but I'm now obsessed with that band. So that's always nice to hear. You did a little bit in America. Mm-hmm. If you had a choice of staying there and living in America or just staying in good old Blighty, which would you choose? I would live in America. Love it. Um, we, uh, oh god I, I go there every year like every summer I spend my whole summer there and I've been on a couple of tours there and the people are lovely and oh just I mean well if, if I lived in a mansion in LA you know I definitely have no I've, oh yeah but um, but no yeah I, I definitely would move to America I think I'm the same I, I've been to Chicago Philadelphia and Las Vegas and I thoroughly enjoyed my time in America and I found the people excellent but what I really enjoyed was the food oh, oh yes. man I love the food Amazing, isn't it? a little bit too much judging by the bulge at the front of the belly and they obviously don't partake in much sporting activity no. anymore <laughs> no. but also what I love is all their college football games they're in stadiums aren't they it's, the- it's excellent isn't it it's all teenage people and um, they're all famous in their in in their hometown. Um, so in their, yeah, they are, aren't they? I love it. I love how they get. So like they in... probably get behind all of their, you know, hometown, you know, residents of their hometown. They love it. Yeah, the cheerleaders are out. The whole works, and the you know the schoolboy football leader. He's the man. Know. You know, he's everyone wants to be him. It's like a real life American high school film. It's literally real. It life. is, isn't it? It's like one of them movies that you watch. Literally, <laughs> the variety, the lot. Because I, I think everyone says in the UK, like, oh no, Americans aren't like that. It's it's just the films. I'm like, no, when you go, it's literally like you're in a movie. Isn't it? It really is. It really is. I'd be one of the. I'd be one of the geeky kids that they could run past and stick things in the back of my shop. That'd be me. I, I know we are cool, and I look back and I think, you know what? I look back at my eleven-year-old me and I think, you know what? I I was cool then. I'm still yeah. cool now. <laughs> so, what are you working on right now? What's What's the current use? Apart from using, what else are you working on? What have you got Ooh. on the sidelines? Um, it's a big thing that I can't tell anyone. Sorry. <laughs> Um, oh, no. Should be announcing that in a couple of months. Really, really big. So very, very oh, excellent. Um, working oh. on a lot of new songs. I just can't give anything away. Um, oh no! I mean, I do want to be doing more Instagram TVs. I started doing a lot of them at the start of lockdown. Um, that was fun. Um, oh, there's some really exciting things I just cannot say because it'll totally give it away. I can, <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. I can absolutely feel you. Busting to let it oh, all out, but not for me. <laughs> Hold on. Well, Bruni, you know, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you tonight, and you've brought a real bit of joy to the Guildford Gazette podcast. Oh. Finally, 
we'd like you to introduce your new single, which of course will be out in Halloween. Yeah. And it will be available to download. Mm -hmm. So it's over to you, Bernie. Oh. Thank you for coming on the Guilty Gazette broadcast. And would you like to introduce your latest song? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for having me. This is my latest single. It's called Skeletons. Thank you very much, Bernie. Take care and God bless and hope to see you all oh, soon. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. 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 The skeletons you kept in your closet are starting to haunt you. Starting to haunt you. Broken bones from broken homes don't be no one. The skeletons you kept in your closet are starting to haunt you. Starting to haunt you. Broken hearts and broken sparks don't be no one You walk away from anyone who cares about you In the past no one did You think of them and wonder if they think of you But they're thinking about them Being open to being broken Optimistic in what you said Empty bottles help you feel rock bottom You need help but these Skeletons you kept in your closet Is starting to haunt you Starting to haunt you Broken bones and broken homes Don't be no one at all These Stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. Check us out on Facebook.
out on Facebook. The greatest hits of all time. Check us out on Facebook. Somebody's watching me 
you for joining us on the Gilded Gazette podcast tonight and it's Halloween special. And thank you to Pop Punk Princess Ronnie. We continue the Gilded Gazette podcast Halloween special edition and there's so much more to come. Now you have skeletons, the new one by Bronny. You have the Ghostbusters team by Ray Parker Jr. And this Rockwell, somebody's watching me. Strange enough about a stalker. Voice town, of course, of Michael Jackson. When the sun goes down and the moon lights the sky, I am there. Check us out on Facebook. Speaking of Michael Jackson, well, it's Halloween. Wouldn't be Halloween without Michael Jackson's thriller.
There's still lots more to come on the Gilded Gazette podcast. It's me, Dennis Devlin, and this Halloween special. falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood. To we still have 4,000 miles to come. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. And of course, all the way from the United States of America, ESPN, CBS Radio broadcaster, Robin Lundberg. Stenches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your A massive thank you to Greg Hoy. you fight to stay alive. Scott Kyle, Justin Allen, Bill and Davidson, and John Coleman for so far. Been making the show wonderful tonight. out on Facebook. Playing you the greatest hits of all time. Oh no, little Timmy's got hold of a marker pen. My wall looks like a colouring book. What am I going to do? Flash! Ah! Cleans up the impossible! Wow, he's really made a mess. It's a pain, but we won't stress. In the hall, he's drawn overall. On the wall, lots of scrolls, but we can clean this up. Flash magic eraser, we love you. Flash! Check us out on Facebook. Where are you? Are you in bed? Or are you leaving the first human footprint on Mars? Are you jogging? Or are you about to pull off the heist of the century? Are you in your car? Or are you praying those red eyes in the darkness can't see you? A voice in your ear can take you anywhere. Audible. Get your first audiobook for free and feel every word. Seven ninety nine a month after thirty day trial starts automatically. Terms apply. Playing you the greatest hits of all time. Check us out on Facebook. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Check us out on Facebook.